Nigga, we gotta start the podcast. Oh my god, I'm trying to. You Bro, you like, do this every no, single no, time. No, don't no, 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 Peace to the world, even if you see me with your girl, it's your boy Mikey Barks, 3X's cause I'm nasty and you are now tuned in to the Wine Night Podcast. I'm here with the baddie, with the fatty. With the fatty. <laughs> with the fatty. The, not even the, I want the. The. Like oh, the Bible. Oh, the I want the now. Huh? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I saw, I saw that one coming. You Tell them who what? you are. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Winers. It's your girl, Nia Bia. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. No? You wasn't feeling the, the one, two for the... You know a lot of people. I never claimed to. Oh, last time I never claimed to do something, we had a... All right, 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 all right. <laughs> I'm, I'm a little tired. I'm a little tired. Okay, so listen, um, thank you, everybody, for joining us. If you are returning, thank you, thank you. You know, we love the the listening. We love the stream. Uh, for those of you who are joining us for the first time, thank you, thank you, thank Still, you. thank you for the stream. Yes, so excited to have you. Um, sometimes you might get questions about, like, what our podcast is about. And that's fair because... You know, if you look at the logo, you probably wouldn't think there's two black people screaming about insert problem here, right? On, yeah, <laughs> on you the. Get that. You get that. <laughs> um, so for those of you who are joining us for the first time, you know, imagine that you're out with your friends. You know, it's Friday night. You got a glass of wine or two or five. Nobody's <laughs> judging you. I'm not. I'm definitely not judging you, right? Uh, so you got, you know, a glass. You're with your friends and you're trying to argue and you know figure out who the uh, best entertainment of all time is. Who is it? Who is it for you? Wrong. So, <laughs> you're out, you're screaming, you're yelling, you're having a good time, you're taking away somebody's black card because they haven't seen all of the Fridays. <clears throat> but, you know, you're no not mad at them. You still, love, you still love them. You're still there for them. But that's basically what our podcast is. You know, we're here to have a good time. You know, people always ask me about, like, oh, so they got to talk about wine. I'm like, actually, no. Now <laughs> even a little bit. And, so, and, I, and a lot of the times, every time we would have wine night, like, in its, you know, actuality, I would have to say maybe every other day or every other time we met, we were drinking. Drinks were around, but we weren't always drunk having those conversations. I will put that out there right now. Um, but it's a good time, and we're we're definitely happy that you're joining us for the first time. So thank you. Absolutely, absolutely. Don't, yes. When I find out who my online person, now that people got to look at us for real, <laughs> don't don't have me get my life together, y'all. I'll, I'll, I hear you. I'm gonna be out here razzling and dazzling. I'm here. Razzling and dazzling. You don't even know once these things come out of this. Y'all don't know. Y'all don't know who you messing with. But how are you feeling? Feel like I know we still gotta explain. Um, no, 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 set up no. Of the show. No, we don't need to explain nothing. Bump these people. Oh, all right, cool. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing good. Uh, let me see what's happening in the past week. New car. Hey, so oh, where, are we that. proclaiming it? I haven't told anybody, but most of my core friends. <laughs> <laughs> right? Just about whoever you speak to. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, right. yeah. But so, I haven't um, told the world, so that's you know that's what matters. <laughs> so um, we got uh, Bertha. Bertha had her run. So if you're familiar with Bertha, uh, Bertha, Bertha was the uh, not Rip because she's still still alive. They going straight to a chop shop with Bertha. You think so? <laughs> <laughs> you gonna get that? Nah. You gonna get that chip out of there? Yeah, they, they, they go, need go. that chip. 
You'll uh, be surprised what people do. But yeah, yeah, Bertha, um, big black grand Cherokee. Um, it it just didn't work with the way gas prices is going. Yeah, cause and they five dollars now. Shit, like <laughs> <laughs> before it used to be, you could get away from the four dollars if you didn't if you wasn't getting premium and shit like that. Yeah, at for this real. point, it's looking like if looking it, like real premium. regular unleaded is gonna be a calm four one. Four, I know, three. and I keep telling myself if that's the life, that's the like you know the price we pay to like save lives and everything like that. Then like I'm not like all the way mad about it, but at the same time like do it have to be five dollars like that you're gonna have to make city transportation like better for the world. You know what I'm trying to say? Like I'm gonna need the bus to be one dollar for everybody. Like if that fifteen cents. I'm I'm jacking fifteen strong cents. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought about it like it's like there's no fucking way. Hey, you I get mean, 15 cents no, like, you, you. these people are getting money hand over fist. If you're telling me, I don't know how much is the the transit system where you are, because here it's about two dollars, depending on you? where you go. I, I'm, I mean, where you're really where your heart is. <laughs> we we all know that you a transplant no matter where you are. <laughs> you make it very known where no, you are from. That's the thing. Every like, time people don't let this man lie to you. Every time we, we go outside, he be like. Air not like New York. <laughs> That's not true. People Man, gas in that shit we can't even true. go into a corner New store York and be like, "This not a bodega." New Yorkers never talk about New York, bro. Yeah, it, the okay. people they try to come talk, at us. They literally always talk so, about it. No, because people bring it up. No, nobody no, no, literally no. brings we're, it like, up. We're not like I HBCU have like alone. the no. We're I have like, like this fun thing to do that like I wait when we're in a group to see how long it takes for you to bring up that you're not from here. That's, or from anywhere, excuse me. But people will always ask me, where am I from? No. Or they'll know I'm from New York and they'll bring they'll it They'll even the just be talking about something that is well known in their part of the world. And you'll be like, it ain't better than New York. That's not true, That is bro. so... That is yo, not, you're <laughs> You are true. such a lie. We really be chilling, you, bro. We be you chilling. New York and people say, oh, where pizza is grind, better. No, okay. no <laughs> you're grinding my gears because... I remember us talking about pizza one day and somebody was trying to get off like, you know, the pizza in Buffalo is mad good. Like, you know, it is what it is. And you, you king combed your chest <laughs> and was like, that ain't pizza. I'll tell you what pizza is. And then y'all start naming the streets and the different places and the this and the third and the boroughs. And everybody's like, ah, all right, That's bro. That's not the case, bro. Hey, whatever you want to call it. Because people want to. I got witnesses, so it don't matter. Cause y'all all got y'all hating so all of, Yeah, all of us are haters and lying, right? All of us? Yeah, no the whole world. No yeah, you're right. We get into this argument every week. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I was talking about. We were talking about the MTA and, and oh, yeah, yeah. how much it so costs. So now Gas it's, it's about a good, like, I think $3. $3? $3.75 to 3 because I think 3 if you're buying a new Metro car for the first time. But I, th- I know at the minimum it's like two seventy five. Man, they robbing y'all. Listen, $3 is about 4 billion people in New York by itself. You can't tell no, like me. Eight, eight, it was eight like ten years ago, twenty years ago. So it can't be. It's like eight billion people on the planet. So oh, you said I billion. Making, you said billion. Yeah, with a B. All three said. I was making. <laughs> a, I was making it funny, but then you like tried to confirm it. I was like, wait a minute, nope. <laughs> the math, the math, not math. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, the new car. Very excited for you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, definitely excited. Excited for that. Um, we we got some trips planned. We finally like getting outside. Mm. I think that's been the best part. Um, Nobody talks about how expensive the trips 
like how expensive outside is. Everybody is just oh, outside, but nobody's talking about. You was always begging to go outside. I was just like, <laughs> I wasn't begging to go outside. I thrive on the inside. Now I know you're lying because I thrive. You would make a when we gonna go outside? When you gonna take me somewhere? Oh, you taking me somewhere is not the same thing as being outside. To me, being outside means going somewhere, and I'm outside. But you taking me somewhere? That's down the block. Look, that ain't outside. No, no, I can take you down the block. Like, that's home. <laughs> I could take you down the block. I mean, you could. And that won't be enough. You want to take it. You don't even have Instagram. So it's like you just want to take pictures and say you did it. For myself. Yeah, I want to. Oh, my gosh. How For bad, yourself? How you're bad is that? Now you're I have even. No, because don't even get right into this now bag. you're not on Instagram. No, but even check how I post. I don't, I'm not be, I'm not the poster. I'm not I'm uh, not Just because you don't post it don't mean you don't. I'm not doing it for people. other people. I'm doing it for myself. Oh, child. Here we go. Lord, <laughs> we ain't getting far today. <laughs> we still on the intro. It's eight minutes in. <laughs> <laughs> but now, nah, um, but yeah, that's really been a good part. Just um, getting to be outside. The weather starting. It's funny because I can weather the weather breaking here is not what I consider the weather breaking. What does so that it's mean? funny when I say it. Like weather down here breaking means okay, we went from like forty to like fifty or sixty, right? Okay. But just to get to 40 back in Syracuse. Oh, man, that was... That was a hot-ass People was day outside in, <laughs> in shorts. White people, you know the whites, they start jogging again. Like, they start doing all kinds of stuff outside. Oh, indeed. Uh, what? Like, like, shout out to my friend the other day. She was like, Yo, you know, you know, the whites, they're going to find grass. Oh, they man. find grass. Man, I was at, um, I was at school, we're at work, and that one day was like maybe 60. I don't even think it hit 65. When I tell you that whole front lawn, it was <laughs> people. I mean, and yeah. I just don't understand because it's one thing to get like a blanket and go out there and sit, you know, sit down and do what you got to do. Nah, bareback floor, ground. <laughs> on, well, I just, one couldn't imagine my clothes touching the Yo, ground. can I tell you a story? <laughs> I just so. couldn't even imagine that. And I know that you and I have like different ideas of what like close to cleanliness means and mm. things like that in terms of clothes and outside. But that that was a step too far because I know they're gonna take those same clothes and go lay in the bed. But I'm not on the ground. You know what I'm trying. In my yeah. brain, I'm like, it's one thing if you walk outside, you sit down on mm. a piece of furniture. But now we touching earth. I my brain, <laughs> yeah, I just it didn't compute. It just didn't compute without like a barrier or something. I know the barrier probably not doing much, but in my mind, that's that separates me from the ground. Od od. Now let me tell you this story. So okay. remember I told you I was like my friend. It was like yo, when they find grass. They gonna find it. They be in right. there. They be in the grass. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah. They, this is a three step process. They find grass. Mm-hmm. They conquer it because they have to conquer. conquer. <laughs> they have to conquer it. Like they have to yeah. identify that this is mine. They set their boundary. Yeah. Right. And then they drink. It's uh, three step process. Don't no. It's four. Don't mm-hmm. forget kill. Ah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, if it's a family setting, then they're just gonna drink. Mm, right. They don't even like each other. <laughs> <laughs> they gonna drink. Right. Yeah. Word to everything, bro. I'm not... I wish I could... Word to your mother. <laughs> so... I don't know why I had to say that. I don't know either. But... <laughs> so... I'm t- I, I wish I... I'm gonna do my best to just verbally give you a picture of what happened. Okay. Right? We pull up to this... It's a big, like, grassy area, right? Mm-hmm. So we walking around. I always feel uncomfortable when I walk into, like, big public spaces with people I don't know and shit like mm-hmm. that. Because it's like... At what point are they all going to unite over the fact that they don't know who I am? Yeah. Right? So I'm always weary of that, right? So I'm, t- I'm not fucking with you. 
Somebody, I think they were by themselves. You I don't think they I, were I, by I don't know. You I don't, don't know who they was know with. That they were by themselves or not. They, okay. they didn't look like there's anybody with them because I'm telling you, they they walked, were walking, mm-hmm. like looking around, and I shit you not, random spot. Like there was no picnic shit on the ground, like nothing. They just stopped, put two feet together, okay, dropped down to the ass. And just laid flat on their back, stretched their legs out, and just stared up at the sun, like coffin style. I mean, just laid flat and just stared up. Why? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, okay. Just laid down on the grass, and I was shocked because I was like, Mm. there's nothing on the ground, bro. Their bare hair is on grass and dirt. Bodies on grass and dirt. Just laying there. in. What kind of clothes they was wearing? They was just wearing like... I don't know, they probably was biking that day. I don't yeah, know. No, it was, it's enough for me. It's a, it don't matter. It's, it's fuck enough. the clothes. Their hair was on dirt and grass. You don't know what's mm-hmm. crawling in there? Mm-hmm. And it's going to crawl into your clothes. and your, mm, There's no way, bro. So I, I, I saw that it's shit. It's enough for me. I'm so they, sorry. They, yo, they I'm just so live a different, sorry. They live a different life. And, it's, and it's, we make jokes and everything. You know what I mean? Shout out to whatever works for other people and shit like that. But I just know. I don't even like doing picnics. <laughs> I don't want to be on the same like plane. Yeah, that's as okay. like bugs and shit like that. You know what I mean? That's something you like to yeah, do. Yeah, me? You always want to do a picnic. And I, and I respect. Excuse me, I don't do picnics. Cookouts. Cookout. You know, we can go sit out. What you going to call it when you lay a blanket down and you eat sandwiches I'm on the ground? I'm laying blanket down and I'm eating Okay. <laughs> All right, cool. <laughs> that's what I'm doing. I, I, I remember one time you wanted to do that shit. And I said, look, I'll beat you in a happy middle. I'm going to get your pole you're going to sit at this bench at the park. <laughs> because I do think it is nice to sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, like no. connect with There's the world. There's a reason why we have houses and chairs and things like that we're not on the and then what they do you saw charlie up in my house earlier (laughs) and today i wake up he looking at me from the ceiling with his eight legs minding my business so why i can't go mind his business every once in a while y'all up in my house he was was rent free my ass so i'm going outside he was on the ceiling exactly i'm going outside no he didn't he didn't respect nothing charlie i hope he living a good life (laughs) but all i'm saying is i personally and it was just the way they did it. It just seemed like almost like like a ritual was about to happen. Like they just literally just two feet together, just dropped to the floor and fell on their back. Well, a lot of things make sense because, I, you know, not everybody be washing their legs. And not everybody washed with a washcloth. And then... I had to not ask everybody. somebody the other day, do you wash your legs? And he was like, why would I not? And I was like, just check it. No, <laughs> yo, bro, because this one lady was like, oh, you're going to ruin your skin barrier if you clean every day. And I was like, my skin look pretty, pretty good to me. I mean, um, I don't have no cancer. I don't have no lesions. I, that's why they smell like dog, because they're not clean. Oh, now you're mean. I'm being what mean. What I mean. I'm I not being, shit. oh, excuse me. Okay. That's why I suck. When they get in the rain, smell like nickels and dogs. Because not everybody's washing the whole body. They never heard the nickels one. You never you you don't think they smell like nickels? Like coins? I'm not going to It's like a metal smell. I'm not going to refer to a group of people as they and then say that they smell like anything. I wouldn't want anybody to do that to me. (laughs) So I'm just going to say that everybody Black people smell like cocoa butter. That's a fact. Okay. All right. They smell like (laughs) when it's wet, it smell like coins and that's a fact. I'm sorry, they told on themselves. When that whole thing of I don't use washcloth and I don't wash my legs and feet, I say, oh, see, no. I see, no. Like, some stereotypes are real. (laughs) Some of them, some of them are real. And that's just one of them. 
Well, I mean, we, we went in up. a circle to know that you're doing well. But I am very happy. Yeah. I'm very happy. Thank you. I appreciate it. You're welcome. You're very welcome. And I took a shower today and I cleaned my legs. Your and my whole, all your legs. Your whole, and also whole, for everybody, get in between the toes too. It, it's, it's helpful. And that belly button if you haven't any. Yeah. People forget about that one every once in a while. I'm trying to help. I'm trying That's a fact. That's a fact. Back of the knee. Back, all right, all right. We can't give him the whole playbook. <laughs> nah, back knee Now they're going to start like, exfoliating and <laughs> getting their life together. Back knee sweat is dangerous. Man. Do you want to um, move into the actual podcast? Excuse me, I'm doing well. Oh, uh, you, you yeah, started off yeah, I mean, just kind of I ain't never talked about myself. I, I didn't really share. I talked about nickels and dogs, but... I, How are you feeling? I'm all right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's the courtesy, you know? Mm. Mm. Okay. All right, next time I ain't asking you nothing. That's fine. I'll yeah, tell that's cool. No, I'm going to just cut your mic. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know I walk away. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we ready to get down to business. I don't have a whole lot this week. Um, I won't lie to you. I'm taking, I'm not taking like a social media cleanse, but where I usually get a lot of my stuff, I haven't been frequent there yeah, social media journalist. so you saw what happened social media journalist. me <laughs> nah but i do like to stay like i try to stay as current as possible i like to know what's going on in the world that yeah. I'm, I'm walking in but you're ready uh-huh. all right so welcome to the grapevine you know where we give it to you and you hear it here first fresh fresh to death no you're not feeling icky 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 Keep going. Whatever. All right. (laughs) This is a segment where we work to fill your cups, you know, and I give you all the rundown of all the good stuff that is happening that happened throughout the week. And like always, I'm here to give you all my unfiltered opinion. And like always, Michael is here to tell us that he never heard of it. It (laughs) doesn't have anything to do with his top favorite things, which is wings, french fries, basketball. More French fries, more basketball. What else? Tell me, tell me, tell me about myself. <laughs> mm, personal training, <laughs> cars. What's the new, the other new one? Clearly, that, you forgot sneakers because you never buy me any. That's the one. The ones you was walking around in your nice oh, feet on yesterday. Oh wow! My mother told me. Imagine if that whatever. If you buy a man's shoes. Yeah, never see him again because those are the same pair. He'll walk <laughs> right out of the door. I had half of mine to take him back after I gave him to you. Like, no, you can just look and can't touch these shoes. <laughs> That's a generational thing I have to break because in my mind, you're not supposed to do that. That's really stupid. You say that, but these things come from somewhere. Yeah, stupidity. That's not true <laughs> because there are certain things. In Haitian tradition and culture that y'all do not play with. Nope, but you still don't play with it. Because I tried to have a conversation with you and you said, I don't don't play like that. (laughs) I don't want to hear it. Because it's just, just because we got dropped off in different places don't mean it don't come from all the same stuff. I mean, but like 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 the other day I was seeing a post recently and it said like, one thing about Haitians, if you don't invite them, they're not going. And that makes sense. Mm -hmm. I'm not going if you ain't inviting me. Oh no, it's implied. No. You invited her, not me. <laughs> <laughs> and if she don't got a plus one, I, I don't you, want, it I don't, wasn't an invite. I don't care if I wanted to go with all my heart and soul. I'm not pulling up. All right, so then that it's it's the same type but of stuff. But that makes sense. That is not based. It doesn't anything. make sense to you. But they are. No, it's not based in anything. No, but you don't know what it's based in. I unfortunately never had the foresight to believe that my grandmother would not just be walking on this earth 
for the rest of time while I was alive. So I never asked. I know if I go back and I have probably asked, and I know some There's people will probably be able to tell you. you. Ask them and they'll tell you it's not based in nothing. That's not Just true. Like, oh, what's the other one? Oh, split a pole, step on a crack. But those things, but you're saying that and is you are being disrespectful to people's spirituality because those things actually matter. The things that you do comes back to you. That's what they believe. So you saying that it's not based in anything would be wrong because how did so many people come to learn these things? It's not from nowhere. Don't be rude. Okay. You're being, it, that, no, you're breaking my heart. Sincerely. I didn't say it. No, I, I, that's what I was about to say. Like in terms of what I'm saying, it's not based in anything. I'm saying it's not based in anything. That's like, what's the word? Like, I don't want to say something being spiritual is intangible, but it's like... So it's those, Christianity, but you wouldn't want somebody to tell you that... I always say that, like, we... It's no, kind of ridiculous you, what we believe. Okay, but I'm saying you wouldn't want somebody to be disrespectful to what you're saying. You're saying it's not based in anything. Just because you might not have all the information does not mean it's not based in anything. I can promise you, I, at least I've never seen you Google any of African spirituality things or the traditions that come past where again where we got dropped off I, and when you do that then you can come back to me and say it's not based on anything well, your but before then is no not my no see now you're putting but the responsibility you don't, if you're me. out there screaming it you should know i'm screaming because again this is my tradition this is how my family brought me up so mm-hmm. you're telling me that the things that my, my the matriarch of my family the head of my family that that led more than a hundred people at this point to still be alive. <laughs> God bless that woman and rest her soul. I would, if we weren't on camera, or yeah, if we weren't on camera, I'd, I'd have fought you for that. But I'm trying to be a better person and mm-hmm. asking you to do the work before you, you know, you're being mean. And what I'm saying is, the work for me would be the first time. I always ask people, what is it based in? And they don't have an answer. I can, I just told you it was based in spirituality things go deep and tell me more i will do some work but you Thank also you. have to do work before you are just but the work is asking people because google no is, no google you is do people. google you still google that would be like oh, white people asking goodness, me to do all bro. the reading and come back and then tell them what if was in I'm the book i'm telling my clients yo activate your glutes and 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 turn on your, but my thing was i was never coming at you and saying i never said hey you have to live this life i never said michael don't ever buy me shoes because this is how i feel if you felt that way, which you have, and you have bought me those things, I've never put that on you. But the disrespect part comes from when you're telling me what I can't believe in. I ain't that, you can't believe no, it. I when just you say, said, oh, excuse me, when you tell me what's not real or what's not based in anything, that's when this becomes rude. It's not imposing on your life. So you shouldn't come to me talking about it. It is about imposing in my life. No, it's I not. I don't get gifts that I want because you over here Aww, believe in like. Look at the un- oh underprivileged Michael. Don't split the pole. <laughs> don't do this. Don't do that. And it's like, bro, like. Aww. Oh, we're gaslighting. Aww. Okay, great. It's going to be a great week. Go ahead. <laughs> You're going to gaslight? Absolutely. Yeah, you are. In the spirit of Lent? Are you? <laughs> you remember what you gave up for Lent? Wait, hold on a sec. It's going to be Lent like, Sunday. I'm going to tell you right now. <laughs> now, put it a little I closer. took a break last Sunday. That is, again, not what Lent is supposed to be. Mm-hmm. It's not taking a break and then coming back full speed on Sunday. You right. Go ahead. Start the great bar. Chile. No, I'm tired now. The podcast <laughs> is done. <laughs> Finished with you already. Um, Let's see. Okay. Again, not too much has happened. Gas prices have gone up due to the impending <laughs> third world war that <laughs> is on the horizon. Um, you know, the people of Ukraine are fighting very strong to keep their, uh, I'm trying to, what, what do I want to say, their country intact and to not be uh, 
a part of Russia. They're doing the best that they can. Our prayers go out to them. Unfortunately, racism still prevails in times like this. It's been reported that uh, Africans and other people of color that are over there are being denied um, exit to the country because they want quote unquote real Ukrainians to get out safely. So I'm asking that everybody send their prayers over to the people that look like us and us adjacent um, so that they can get out and get to safety. Because it is really unfortunate that people are in danger. And it's extremely unfortunate that in light of people's lives being in danger, we're so worried about what color you are. Um, so uh, I wanted to give some time to, to say that and wish the people of Ukraine and, you know, visitors alike safety. I feel you. If that's what's happening over there, that's, that's it just goes to show you what we always say. You, you black, you black, <laughs> no matter where you are. Yeah. The world going to treat you like how they feel about black people. Which is really unfortunate because, you know, a lot of them are over there going to school and things of that nature. I never, <laughs> I don't know why, but my brain just never thought of like, oh, I want to go to school. Let's go to Ukraine. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, like, <you're> smart. <laughs> but that was just never, I guess, like the thought process for me. Um, but yeah, it means people study abroad in other places, right? Like New York, I said New York. Uh, the United States is not the Mecca of <laughs> anything um, as it shouldn't be. Um, but yeah, so it's, it is a shame to know that people were trying to better themselves over there or even just visiting or whatever the case may be and they're suffering. Um, also the people of Russia are also suffering. It's always, um, the people at the bottom suffering from the hands of the people at the top. Um, their currency is, is dropping. I believe their stock is dropping over there as well. So um, people are losing 20, 30, 50% of their life savings because it doesn't, it's not worth anything. I think it's the ruple, I believe it is, it, um, is what they call it there. Um, so it's almost worth like nothing right now. So people are losing a lot of money because in order to buy things to sustain themselves, they're the things that they thought they would be able to save in order to live a good life after they work is now being depleted. So please, um, you know, for everybody who does not support this war, send your prayers there as well. So, whew, that was that was a lot. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's kind of hard after you talk about things like that to like get rah rah about <laughs> <laughs> some some other things. Um, not too many things happen um, over, but I'm gonna try and give some some fun updates. Uh, Will Smith is trying to reprise his role in I Am Legend. So that should be fun with Michael B. Jordan. I don't know what the storyline is going to be because I'm 90% sure that it showed that that character died at the end of that movie. But if, I mean, if Michael B. Jordan is going to take his shirt off, I'll take that. I will take that. I will <laughs> go watch like that movie. <laughs> yeah, I don't care what they do. I'm, I'm <laughs> <laughs> but I, I just don't understand like what the plot will be because... I thought he died, right, at the end of the movie. But, I mean, hey, black people doing black people stuff. I'm here for it. Hopefully um, they find a, a new protagonist that's not white this time um, to be, you know, like his buddy, which it seems like Michael B. Jordan will be his pal, hopefully, in the yeah. upcoming uh, reprisal. So looking forward to that. Okay. I don't know how you feel about I Am Legend, but most people like yeah, that movie. Really good movie. I liked it a lot. I liked the movie. I don't I know. I liked it a lot. 
Um, Nike is pulling all of their stuff out of Foot Locker. I know you like sneakers, so I know I know the community is struggling right now. Man, I haven't um, fucked them sneakers in so long. Like, oh, dang. I mean, okay. It's it's just not fun anymore. It be like that sometimes. It but, really um, do. Nah, but that uh, Nike Nike pulling out their um, not the stock, but their inventory and stuff like that out of Foot Locker. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's it's the beginning of a huge change in terms of retail and how we and how we consume goods. Yeah. Because yeah. they're cutting out the middleman. Yeah. And what y'all, unfortunately, what I'm part of too, I can't even say y'all completely, but like, I, if I could, I would still buy things in person, right? Because I still yeah. recognize that. Oh, like, man, I kind of miss that. But, I, but <sighs> for me, it was like, I always understood that like, because my parents work jobs that could, or like my community, a lot of people work jobs that, I'm slowly seeing phased out by technology. Yeah. Everybody's running towards convenience, but you don't realize that you're going to eventually start unemploying your family and your friends and things like that. Mm-hmm. A lot of those jobs that we started out with, remember how hard it was to get a fucking job? Mm-hmm. A lot of those jobs were people's first jobs to get them in the door. You start cutting out those opportunities, how the fuck do you get in the door? And I don't think they're thinking about the, the regular consumer, right? Um, I think that as long as the shoes sells, they don't really care what happens to it after that. Mm-hmm. But I think the people will prevail as they always do, right? At some point, we're going to get tired of, the, you know, people buying up all the sneakers and then trying to resell them. I think people, somebody's going to lose the money. I don't care who it is, if it's Nike or the resellers or the whomever. I don't care. Bring back Foot Locker to its glory days where I could literally just go in and buy a shoe that I like, saw I, online. I miss, I'm here for it. I miss walking into a sneaker store and not knowing what I was going to get. Yeah. Because there were so yeah. many different options. And, like, that was the thing. Like, sneaker culture was huge, but it wasn't to a thing where it was, like, we're all only looking for three to four sneakers right now. Yeah. Now it's, like, two or three hot drops a month, and everything else is just whack-ass general releases. And it's not even open to the public. I mean, it's to the point where you have to get, like, a raffle and everything now. Yeah. It's, like, random. It's kind of... I mean, I think they just kind of sucked the, the fun out of... Yeah, I told you. Buying. <laughs> it's not fun anymore. <laughs> now they just suck the, the joy out of it. I used to, like... I, I didn't buy sneakers as frequently as you bought sneakers, but I still enjoyed the sport of it, and so it is really sad to... Not just be able to go in and say the grapes are here, and then <laughs> and then buy those. I I used to love those shoes. Um, so yeah, it's it's tough. Um, it's tough, but hopefully, again, people will prevail and things will turn itself back around so that the consumer is you know having their needs. But you know, uh, so <laughs> shout out to Foot Locker or what was what could have been. <laughs> um, okay, uh, Biden did his. State of the Union address last week. Uh, so he talked about everything from cancer to war to uh, raising the national, um, what is it called, average for uh, uh, payment to $15, hopefully at some you, point. Before you continue. Oh, Chile, <laughs> what did I say? What did I do? This is before we got on air. I talked to you about how sometimes what you're saying in your head don't translate. Because I'm, I'm trying to figure out what. national where... average payment. Of fifteen dollars. <laughs> what oh, was dang. that supposed to mean? I'm so sorry. I know what in my you brain, because I'm what like, does that mean? yeah, you're right. In my brain, I was trying to talk about all the things that he mentioned because I can't remember it and I should have wrote it down. Um, but the the what is it called? I don't know. The it out. National... strong independent black queen. That's gaslighting. It is. It was. <laughs> it is. 
you're having a hard time, aren't you? <laughs> With really. lint. Oh, oh, so you're doing it on purpose. <laughs> oh, we I'm have, at work right now. It's nah, for work purposes. That's not, that's not for work purposes. It is. That's... Go ahead. What are you trying to say? Problematic. <laughs> the national wage, uh, wage has been... Minimum wage. Minimum wage, excuse mm. me. Thank, why you can just help me out? Anywho. Um... He wants to raise it to $15, which I think is good because people can't live off of the $7 some states are still currently paying people, which is yeah, Increase the minimum wage, but make sure everything else don't increase with it so that can actually still... Because if you just increase it, increase everything else with it, then I might as well just and start And he did talk about trying to combat inflation, but that's, I guess, a different topic for another time because there's... Uh, I can't remember the name of the committee that works to handle inflation and, you know, things of that nature. And they want... <laughs> They want to raise interest rates so people stop buying things instead of combating inflation. So that bubble we keep thinking is going to happen with the housing market might not happen because they just want to raise interest rates so that people can't pay for... We can talk about it a little bit more so I can have a little bit more information for you and the people alike. But basically, the committee met and they said, why stop the rise of inflation when we can just raise interest rates on homes and things like that so that all the people won't buy up and there's not a scarcity anymore. Instead of just, I don't know, having it come down to meet, you know, people's needs so that they can buy a house and rent I'm an going apartment. I'm and, and assume that it's not that simple of just decreasing prices. Uh, but again, I look more I, into it. Again, I'm, I'm not the finance gal. You know, I don't know. I just remember watching at work because CNN is always on. <laughs> so I was listening and I was like, something about that doesn't make sense. Um, and then I did some research and someone was saying that housing bar bubble might not come. Right. Um, that people are talking about. But anyway. What do you mean by housing bubble? So you know how a lot of people have been reporting that, you know, the homes are right now being sold at an astronomical rate right so say a house costs five dollars there are companies who are paying for certain houses i think they said one in every four houses especially in black and brown neighborhoods are being bought by companies almost twice or three times the amount that it's listed for so regular people aren't able to buy homes right now which mm -hmm. is contributing to the housing crisis that we're experiencing also, at the same time, a lot of people who had deferments um, because of the the, the uh, pandemic, they either have to pay back thousands or they won't have anywhere to live. So it's looking really reminiscent to like 2008 right now where people just don't have any place to go or live. Um, so they're struggling a little bit um, trying to figure out what the solution is when now the market is say it's supposed to be the $100,000 in a certain area is almost three, $400,000 for, you know, is the ticket price because they know people will pay hand over fist. Um, and some of these companies are buying this stuff out so that now you can rent from the company and now they get mm. more money. It's nasty. It's a nasty game that's happening out here. Um, so even if you wanted to buy a house right now, it's really not the market to do that. And they're saying that it's not going to burst the way some people were predicting if this committee goes to raising interest rates instead of trying to actually combat the inflation um, that's happening right now. So I think that the three basic human needs should not be able to be monetized right. to a point where you can, to the point where it becomes a part of economics. Yeah. So like when, when I, the three basic human needs as far as I understand it are food, food shelter, shelter clothing, clothing, right? Mm -hmm. 
it shouldn't be it shouldn't be competition between who's going to have like I shouldn't be paying twenty five dollars for for chicken wings for a pack of wings <laughs> right like that's outrageous or mm-hmm. like there shouldn't be an issue to find somewhere to live yeah. You know what I mean? A worry about if there's an, I don't know, global crisis like the pandemic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, I should I don't have nowhere to live because, you know, can't make well, rent. Healthcare is not a basic human right, but damn near. No, if, but if it should adjacent, be, though. It's like adjacent. It's free in a lot of other countries. Right? We are very so much behind. So it's like, that shouldn't be something that's monetized and, like, I have to search for a better rate or, or things like that. I should be able to just live. Like, those are life, life liberty and the pursuit of happiness yeah right? I should, life i should be able to live <laughs> yeah but then that's that's the that's the problem so we're seeing a lot of people trying to combat what happened with the this is why the government needs to help out more right because the pandemic happened so then the government said okay nobody pay anything off but you will have to pay it off later you just don't have to pay it off now because people were losing jobs and yada yada so now renters or uh, rent um uh, Owners are saying, no problem. This used to be $700, now it's $1,500. And people can't pay that. Plus, if they already owe thousands from the last two years of being in a pandemic, there are people who are saying, hey, my rent used to be $1,500, and now it's $2,000. Like, people are raising prices, and no one's kind of doing anything about it. So now all these people who already were struggling to pay, because, again, the national minimum <laughs> wage is seven dollars so that you're struggling to pay the 1500 for rent but now this person is raising it to two thousand dollars where did this person go and eating a lot of people say buy a house because it's cheaper but now i can't buy a house because if i don't have the four hundred dollars four hundred thousand dollars that the company is you know offering as that as the price how do i buy a house so it's just like this whole crisis that's kind of snowballing out of you know out of control um, and you know the rich people are trying to figure out what the problem is, and everybody's trying to tell them what the problem is, but they're <laughs> like, "Well, my house is fine." <laughs> so, um, no, that way, I don't think yeah. anybody doesn't know. I don't, I don't believe in people not yeah, knowing. That is very much true. It is, it's hard to tell. I think at this point, what's going on, but um, you know, Biden talked about some of those things. He did not talk about uh, student loan debt at all, but he somehow knew. we're sending over thirty-six million dollars over to ukraine i mean i love y'all i hope y'all are safe but if y'all are sending that much money y'all can go ahead and just cancel honey i just, <laughs> y'all clearly are finding the money when it comes to war so i feel like we could find the money for everything else right anywho um but yes please go check that out if you haven't if you weren't able to see it it was a very interesting um listen some people think he did a good job i think he tried to stay as neutral as possible um but, you know, it's up to y'all to decide. Please make sure you're following up on politics because primaries are coming. A lot of people's seats in terms of the Senate, the House, all these different things, governors, they are for re-election. It's time to make your voice heard. Please, please, please take your time um, because if you don't and you think it doesn't matter, this is what happens. Prices go up. You know, bad things start happening because we think our voice doesn't matter. And then the people who do, they run for office. And the people who do know the voice matters, mm-hmm. they go vote. And then we go, why is this still happening? <laughs> so, like, I know it's not perfect. I really do. Um, but if we do nothing, they will do something. So we got to find a happy middle in terms of figuring that stuff out. Um, but that's the grapevine for this week, friend. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I, don't, I don't have too much 
I don't have no, I appreciate you. Um, getting brought you. some great topics and things like that, and stuff for people to go uh, read up on. So yeah, yeah, you. that stuff is important. You know, the the people who look like us overseas, that's important. Mm-hmm. Politics is happening. It's gearing up. Politics it's, is in everything. It's, it, it really, it really, yes. really is. And the more that I'm working in the field that I'm currently in, the more I'm, I see that it is so. There are so many games being played, and there's not enough people. Um, you know that are willing to to fight for what we're talking about so we have to go out and vote for them and support them um because the things that like in texas that's happening and shouldn't be happening stuff in florida that's happening that shouldn't be happening Uh um so we gotta we gotta can't get tired now (laughs) we got more we got more to do all right all right i'm passing over king all right so i think it's time for the aftertaste Mm. you ready Mm-hmm. All right, let's do it. So the aftertaste is the opportunity for me to get my 15 minutes to share 15 my minutes opinion. Fame off. 15 minutes I'm always famous. It's my 15 <laughs> minutes to get my shit off. <laughs> yeah, you right, King. Uh, you right, not, King. I, I get my shit off. That's the question. But, um, but yeah, just a chance for me to share my you know, opinions with y'all. Um, here you disagree with it. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, just my unsolicited opinion. That usually comes from when I'm sitting on the toilet, on my drives. Um, you know, in between sets, during workouts, whatever the case may be, I'm here to give y'all my thoughts. All right, y'all. Don't take it personal. Just cuss them out in the comments. Honestly, really, yeah. Don't take it personal. Like, it's it's not worth it. <laughs> it's usually, whatever you're probably taking personal, I'm probably fucking with you. It's just not <laughs> worth it. It's not worth it. But, uh, but nah, uh, we haven't, I haven't done uh, aftertaste in a while by, like, dating, I feel, or anything like that. But, um... I had I an interesting to... wind down that has something to do with some controversial things, mm-hmm. so I'm interested. Let's go ahead. Yeah, I'm. Um, I try not to make because in my mind, I'm like, I don't want our podcast to just strictly be about relationships. I anymore. think it is though. Huh? I don't think it is. Yeah, I just but I keep track in my head, so I always be mm. okay in a few weeks. Good like, for you because I don't even remember what we talked about last. I'm sure week. you don't. Nope. But, sure um, don't. But yeah, I try to make sure that we're not just a relationship podcast because, contrary to everybody's pop belief. 20-somethings are not just thinking about who we're going to be in a relationship or who we're going to get married to. And, like, when we're upset, it's not about boomers trying to downplay whatever we're upset about. It's not just about broken hearts and shit like that. Like, there's so much going on in the world, as you shared. Um, But dating is a huge part of our life. And dating sucks. If you haven't heard. (laughs) I wouldn't know. Sucks. (laughs) Dating sucks. Dating in this world nowadays, like, it sucks. It's, It's just tough. It's not... And what I mean by sucks is it's not the experience that was sold to us. You know what I mean? We were younger. We were told, this is what it's going to be like. And this is what's going to happen. And then, Y'all got to let that go. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. And there's so many things that you just had yet expectations of that you let go of. Yeah, I had, I had to let that go. I had to let it go. Because mm-hmm. the people who dated before, we're not dating the same. They didn't have phones. Yeah, of course, they loved each other a little bit more. <laughs> like, yeah, it's, it's, it is different. Too. It's different. I'm going to let you finish, but I won't lie to y'all. Some, some of y'all get me so exhausted because it's like, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, they don't have 50-year marriages anymore because she can get her own credit card and house now. If we don't, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't need you to build the house for me anymore. I Like, it, it will be all right, y'all. It will... It will be okay. We will we will survive. Expectations and like projections and things like that make us feel secure. If you have an idea of what your life is gonna look like in thirty or forty years, you don't feel as scared about it. Yeah. Right? So I think for a lot of us it's scary to just to go into your late twenties or to go into your thirties or knowing I have 
God willing, or whatever you believe in, 30 or 40 years to live, but you don't know what the fuck is going to happen. Like, before at least you had your idea, okay, I'm going to get to 65 and I'm going to chill. We don't know, <laughs> like, what our life is. We don't even know if this country is going to be intact in the next five to 10 Oof, years. Like, I hope not. Right? Like, we don't know anything, and that leads to what a lot think of things. Like? Like? Huh? I was like, what you, I wonder what it looked like. The different. <laughs> but, um, but nah, one thing um, I was thinking about the other day, I was like, you know, um, in terms of men who date women, I think it would help a lot of men who, uh, were you about to say something? No, I was just breathing. A lot of men who are in, like, I'm talking about people who are in, honestly, I think this applies in, in any stage you're in when you're, when you're with a woman, right? I can't speak for other relationships because I don't, I've never been in those, any other type of dynamic than male and female, right? If you go into it thinking about, like, okay, well, as a man, um, when is she going to pour into me? When is she going to do this for me? When is she going to do that for me? Number one, you're always going to be the initiator. Eight to nine times out of ten, get comfortable knowing that you're going to be the one to initiate. You're going to be first. You are going to be um, <laughs> uncomfortable. You are going to be all of those things that you're probably trying to attempt to avoid. You are going to be out there doing that first because unfortunately, fortunately, however you want to look at it, like from what it looks like from my perspective, women have to protect their assets. All the things that you bring to the relationship are assets, right? Yeah. So y'all have to protect that and you're not going to just give it away to anybody. So you're going to wait to see if who, whoever is attempting to have your time or your experience, whatever the case may be, is actually worth it. How do you do that? You let them go first, right? And I think for men, it'd be more, it's beneficial if they just kind of don't look at it, look at the relationship in terms of, well, she's gonna, she needs to go first. She has to show me this. You're, you're gonna go first, bro. <laughs> you're gonna go first. You're gonna, you're gonna plan the first five dates. Or if you're in a relationship, expect that you, you're going to, you're going to be taking the initiative in a lot of like the dating and those aspects and stuff like that. Now, what they're going to give back in return will make it worth it, right? But that's only if they're the right person. And that's the thing. Kind of like you always say, you shouldn't be even be dating somebody if you don't have a pretty good idea that they're the right person you're putting time into. I'm not saying that everybody you date is somebody you go into a relationship with, but even somebody that's just going to be a fling, it should still be somebody that's, you've to a certain extent vetted and you know that, okay, this is worth putting my time and energy into. But if you're going blindly into just a bunch of different situations and you're just like, oh, like, I don't know what's... If you're ever not sure if that person's going to pour back into you, you probably shouldn't be courting them. You probably shouldn't be dating them. You know what I mean? And it's, it is tough because to even meet a girl for the first time or something like that, you're going to have to pay for the first time. Mm-hmm. Right? So then now, which that in that situation, you just really paying for, you just paying to go out. Like that's how I look at it. It's like if I'm meeting a girl for the first time and I'm going and I'm probably gonna have to pay or something like that. I always ask myself, would I be willing to? Sp I'm not paying for her. I am paying for the opportunity to go out and have fun. Whether or not that person is, a, I'm gonna see this person ever again. Whatever the case may be, I am paying for the experience to go meet somebody new. Mm -hmm. I don't necessarily see it like I'm paying for them. Mm -hmm. So 
all in all, what I'm saying is, is that fellas get comfortable just it's not, it's a fight that's just not worth fighting what is the apprehension to doing to to dating i guess in the modern sense you talking about in general you talking for about men for, for men um is it gonna be is are you gonna get an roi what's the roi return on investment so what do y'all think i think that's a very so what's broad the ret- question but what's I, the I return on investment right so like okay so there's it's sometimes I feel like heterosexual men are insufferable to <laughs> have conversations with because I don't understand the thought process, right? So I guess in the perfect world, what does dating look like for men? That's a very broad question. That you but we're answer. having a very broad conversation. So it's kind of... I kind of need something to go off of, right? Because I can't. What I'm, what I'm perceiving from this conversation is that men are having a hard time dating because they don't think they will. They don't know if they'll have a return on investment. In certain situations, like I can say, in certain situations, that is a dynamic. That is a. a, a so a, what a, is a certain situation like? Paint the picture, I guess, okay, a little bit more for me ex- because okay. I'm. It, it's so you you painted a broad picture and then it was like you're asking me broad questions. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Right. I don't know. Um, let's say somebody is dating. A man is dating with its with the hope of getting into a relationship. Okay. Right? You meet women whether it's digitally, in person, whatever the case may be. Right. Um, you may talk for some time. Even if you met the person, person physically, right? But that's still probably not a first date. You don't know the person. You haven't really been out with them. You just met them. Whatever the case may be, exchange numbers, probably Instagrams, whatever it is that you okay. can communicate. And so with. now you are in the process of wanting to take them out. Now you don't know that you're talking to them. I'm oh. saying right now. I'm I'm painting. I'm getting to that point, right? So now you're talking for some time, right? It could be a week, two weeks, whatever the case may be, right? So you're starting to get to the point. Okay, like I kind of like this person seems nice. Right, there's some good energy here, right? Uh, but you've been in a relationship with me for five years, right? Have if you could think back to when we first met, did you know in the first two weeks that we'd be here for five years? Not necessarily. Right. So in that case, that person doesn't know either. Right? Okay. So the only way to find out is to go hang out with that person. Right. But the issue now is, I have to go and pay for this person and I have to go invest time and energy and things like that that I don't know if it's necessarily going to be worth it because I don't know if they're on the same mindset as I am so if you're at the point where you talked for a couple of weeks and you don't know if they're in the same mindset that kind of is a red flag to me right at least for for me personally but I'm a person who likes to have very upfront conversations with individuals in the beginning what is it that you're looking for? Because I don't want my time to be wasted, and I don't want you to waste your time either. So if you've gotten to the point where you've asked me out on a date but you don't know, I'm going to assume it's because we've only known each other for a couple of days, quite literally. Mm-hmm. But if we're getting into the two-week mark and you <laughs> you know, you know, don't know if you'll get an ROI or whatever the case may be, I, I'm a little concerned about, I guess, the progress of with that relationship in any, in any way that that looks like. That's... That's for me. I, I think sometimes I, 
again, this is a hard conversation for me to have because sometimes it feels like men want to put low effort in to get big reward. Mm -hmm. And that is a very frustrating thing because we are trading goods, right? There's something that you want and there's something that I want. And for some reason, men feel like the something that they want is more important or holds more weight or I don't know the right word, but it's more substantial than what a woman may want out of that relationship as well. And that is so frustrating to me because if she doesn't want anything, then she's a pushover. If she wants too much, she's a gold digger. Now she's trying to take you for your money or how dare she require that if you want her time that you have to put in this type of effort. It seems like y'all are really angry sometimes and y'all, but you still want the, the benefit of being with another individual. When they hope, again, that's why you probably should have these conversations, would have told you up front, this is how I like to be treated so that you know whether or not to even ask them on that date. Because if that's not you, then you should step away. I also think that men like to date outside of their realm. I'm not even trying to hold you. I think that y'all think that one day you're going to have the Beyonce or you're going to have the Lala or you're going to have the Gabrielle Union. And unfortunately, um, they would one, never date you because you're cheap as I don't know what. You're not even a giving individual from jump, clearly. So why, why would you even think you could even have that caliber of woman? That's one. Two, there are people who are willing to meet you where you are. When we met each other, we were in college. I understood you're not rich yet, but I hope you will be, right? Um, but like in all seriousness, right? So I'm not expecting the world. However, I am expecting you to put in effort. All right, you can't pay for the $100 dates right out of undergrad. That's cool. But then I need you to put a lot of effort into what type of dates we're having. I love the idea of, like we were talking about earlier, having a, let's say picnic, just because people know what that is, right? Having a picnic. That is an amazing date. You, We could ride our bikes over there to the park. We can walk over to the park. We can sit down. You can have a speaker. We can play some music. We can even make the sandwiches together. That is putting effort and thought and process into it. But a lot of men don't want to do that because y'all will immediately complain about the time, the process, the this and the third, not caring about what one, she cares about. And then two, also the time, the effort, the money she's probably spending trying to look good, trying to be presentable, trying to this and the third. You're laughing, but like that's that's really the issue. That really do be the issue. <laughs> that be the, that be the problem. So I sometimes I get annoyed by this conversation. I won't lie to you because... Y'all just want a lot of something for nothing, and it's really frustrating. Yeah, I, I mean, I can see how you got there. Um, and there are certain situations where what you're saying is correct. But to go back to what you, to the beginning of what you were saying before about um, vetting that person and asking those upfront questions, kind of like you were the TikTok you showed me the other day about the per, the girl who um, the guy was talking shit about her behind her back to his friends mm -hmm. about how she looks. Oh, she's like a four or something like that. It's just gonna be a quick kill, whatever the case may be. Yeah, so what you're saying all is with the assumption that everybody's acting in good faith. So, like, if I ask those questions, she's going to be upfront about her intentions. Cool. Let's say, assume that she is, right? Moving on through what you were saying, the onus is still on men to be giving first. And I'm not saying that it's wrong. I just said that's just what it is. And if you don't want to pay for that, or you don't want to do that, that's fine. But to make it seem like it's this, oh, um, selfish. Because we're not even it talking about dating. It is selfish, though. 
Yes. Yeah. If you are courting someone and then you are mad at what their requirements are of courting, then that is selfish because you you're pursuing that individual. So that is a selfish act. Yeah. Okay. What I meant to say was when I say selfish, I don't see selfish as a bad thing. So what I should have said was looking at it negatively. It, it is negative when we shame me. women. No, because I think that's the part that, that really grinds my gears, right? Mm -hmm. Then we start to shame women for what their requirements are for you to have their time. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. That's what I said. But, but, but what that's I, what happens. But what I'm so saying is I'm, we shouldn't I, be shaming the men that don't want to do it. Because what I'm, what I'm getting at is even in that picnic scenario, there's still money that has to be spent that I'm responsible for. And what I'm saying is is that the onus is on the men to do that because y'all ain't going to do it. Right? It's not but that we finish, ain't. Finish, I'm trying to get somewhere. Okay, <laughs> you know, get me all right, you got to get there then. Come all on. Right. So if it's, it's always on us, right? And as easily as you could say to us, like, oh, well, then don't date those type of women, that'd be like us telling you, well, don't date those type of men. Well, who else are you going to date? Because... All of y'all now are pretty much in unison about this shit, so it kind of leaves us with nobody to date. The way that y'all feel like there's nobody to date. So that's what I'm saying. It just sucks now. Dating just sucks because it's... We're at this standstill. It's like a cold war, and nobody just wants... Nobody's going to give. Rightfully so. I'm not... Y'all are not wrong. Y'all deserve the world. Everybody deserves the world. It's just typical gender roles hold that the man has to give the world first. Right? Or at least a snippet of it. So, like, like what, again, so then in those situations, what is the ideal dating arrangement, right? So, is it that the girl is now the initiator? Is she now no. paying for the dates? Like, are y'all going Dutch? You, you splitting it? Like, what is, the, what is the middle, I guess, that would make y'all happy to continue to court people and ask for them for their I time? I think if... I think if... An ideal situation would be two people being able to talk to each other and come to a common ground that works for both of them. Then right? date people who are willing to do that. So easy, right? Imagine if it was that simple. No, I, <laughs> I never said it was easy. Some people conflate the those comments with meaning that it's supposed to be something you're just able to snap your fingers and do. That's not what I'm talking about. What I'm saying is sometimes, again, we got to put those big boy girls in pants on and be like, hey... This is how I feel about this thing. Mm -hmm. And we have to be honest. A yeah, lot yeah, of the time, it's also a perception. A lot of people don't want to, to paint that perception. I'll tell somebody really quick. I can't go out. I don't have the money. Mm -hmm. I just, I'm just not there. Sorry. Uh, I have a goal that I'm trying to meet. I'm not mm -hmm. in the mood of spending. If you want me to still go out, then you will have to pay. That's my, that would be my requirement, right? If, I'm, if we've had that conversation, I know we like to split it then that's just where we are. A lot of people don't want to feel that way. Some men want to feel manly and also not take on the stereotypes of what it is to be a manly man, right? Mm -hmm. And that's, sometimes it's that double standard. It's it is very frustrating, right? You're bothering me. <laughs> like, to a I certain can't extent. Fuck I'm not going to do that. It's not time. It's not, it's not worth no, I'm, it's not okay, let me <laughs> rephrase because I know that word is triggering. You are asking me for my time, mm -hmm. right? You have to be okay with whatever response comes out of that, or yeah, yeah, you have to walk away. So it's sometimes it's frustrating because you know we're pointing the fingers of, well they won't do it first, or well they won't do it first, and it's like, 
<laughs> what are the end goals here? What is the objective with these it's, with these individuals? But it's very easy for you to say all that. But it's always funny to me because y'all will say all this stuff, and at the end of the conversation, still expect what you're expecting, and it's like exactly because no, that's with my no, prerequisite. I know, but with no change in how you judge those people who aren't willing to meet what you're looking for. My issue has never been about people, uh, women. Uh, what they're asking for mm-hmm. it's never been about men uh what you call it not wanting to pay the issue is how people judge others and when they shit on other people for what they want what they asking for what they're not willing to do or things like that it's always been my issue because it's not even just in the courting and dating it's in relationships as well it's in any aspect where these typical gender roles or these these requirements that people have it's fine to have your requirements. It's fine to have preferences, as long as that's what it stops at. You don't get into the point where you're starting to now project negative feelings onto other people or negative actions onto other people based on your preferences. I have a negative feeling for people who are not okay with understanding people's boundaries. That is a negative feeling that I do have and share. I can't speak to everybody else, because I know we've had this conversation before, and I know this is like a, a anchor in a lot of your you know, conversations when it comes to, you know, relationship things, you don't like when people judge other people for what they're doing. I think that we need to kind of shift the attention from you shouldn't judge because they're going, that's their literal preference, right? Shouldn't be the people need to find their people and they need to work through that that way. I think that's where we need to start shifting Mm -hmm. it. Instead of saying like, okay, that man ain't ish because he's not paying, what is it that that person is all, like actually requiring of them? Because maybe the money is not the, maybe the taking them out on dates is not the thing, right? Maybe there's something else that they also require. You have to date within the, I guess, the preferences that, you know, that you're as realistically. Like, we have to be more realistic. Yaya Abdul-Mateen II is not coming through this door and coming to get me as much as I really wish that he would, right? And do all these different things and ah, ah. I have to understand that that's, that's, not, that's not it, right? And even if he did, if he can't meet my love languages, then it's not a good fit. Uh-huh. That's where we need to start. If it's not a good fit, walk away, both sides. Because then what also happens, and that's why I already said, men get angry at the women who do have those those boundaries and those prereqs and they say this is what it is and now you're like well you're judging me i'm not really i'm judging how you're acting right probably now and how you're telling me i'm I'm a gold digger and i'm this and i'm that for having those preferences but let's just make the conversation really simple Mm -hmm. what type of person are you what do you like what makes you happy and how could i show you that i would like to get to know you more and if that means paying for dates and that you're not the type of man who pays for dates, you men also have to be very real and say, thank you for your time and moving on. Yes. All, all that stuff you're saying is, I don't, because I, I'm not trying to tell you that you're wrong. I'm not trying to like sound too. It was just the conversation kind of went really far from where it was starting from. And what I was trying to say initially was men need to, men would, a lot of men who are in these situations, so I'm not trying to say all men, I'm saying the men that are in these situations, the stress and the, the just overall tension you're feeling can be put to the side if you just accept it, like, yeah, you're going to be the initiator. No, that's why I said shift the conversation. 
stop trying to force people or tell them to to be okay with what they're doing i wouldn't i'm never going to tell somebody that they need to settle for it if you don't like it don't do it the issue is we keep trying to tell people to go after people that they're they're not compatible with you're not compatible with that person ever because if you're going to try to break them down to a certain extent where because you're going to make them feel bad because you don't want to pay for the date you shouldn't be with that person period you should know this person likes doing that fine i will find a person that will we don't like being alone <laughs> we don't it's uncomfortable as human beings we are people who like to naturally group together and do stuff so i get it it is extremely hard to do but what's even worse is when you get four or five years down the line and you look and you go we're not compatible because that person eventually, even if they compromise in that moment, they're at some point gonna want you to meet them at least halfway. And if you're not willing to do that, you need to be very honest with yourself in the beginning. Am I willing to meet this person's love language continuously for as long as we're dealing with each other? If the answer is no, then no, men do not get comfortable with that. Don't do it. Say yeah, I'm not doing it. By that, that logic, we wouldn't be together because you're an amazing overall I am. But you're not a starter. You don't like. You don't get things started. You sometimes get overwhelmed with the what do you call it? The big like mountain. You don't realize you start by stop. You don't. You don't. You don't realize that you climb the mountain by starting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm using a really deep metaphor and things like that, right? So for you, right? I recognize that you are going to. Com- I hate saying complain, but like you are going to ha- to make the request to go out and go do things over and over and over and over and over and over again right but you won't necessarily just go do it like just initiate or just start it because i'm asking that of you right right and there's a so difference me, because I'm trying to flow right? <laughs> like i let you I'm go sorry. for a minute sometimes you flow slowly so i need you to it's pick not it up. flowing slowly you're just trying to talk over and it's, <laughs> just wait <laughs> just wait so what i'm saying is by that logic, what you're saying, I would break up with you. But this is as good as it's going to get. So what I'm saying is when people are in these relationships where, okay, you found your person, now there's little kinks that you got to figure out. For those men, sometimes, like, it just sucks. But just understand that, like, you go take that initiative. You go plan that date. You go clean the crib when you know she's out. Do whatever the fuck it is. Just take the initiative. It may not be fair. It may not be equitable. Whatever it is, you just do it. Because it, 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 it just makes things simpler, it streamlines it, it just makes the process go faster. And it might not be fair, but have faith that, one, that person's going to pour back into you, and two, also have faith that the other person is doing the same thing as well. Like, they're looking at you in certain situations and saying, you know what, fuck it, they're not going to do it, but I'm just going to do it. But as long as we are always trying to pay the tit for tat and, like, who's going to go first and shit like that, you're never going to get anywhere. It, it's you're just gonna always feel that like ah like I'm going first and they're never meeting me halfway or whatever they're never taking the initiative just 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 plan the date go do whatever it is the fuck that you gotta go do and that's what I'm saying that's what I was trying to get at initially because what I think what you're talking about are kind of more like big 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 like relationship red flags and no i think sometimes they are your your arguments are tiered and so it's kind of hard to have the conversation because you're you're i think you're on a tiered level so let me let me try and help out as well right if you're 
I never like comparing our relationship to anybody on this planet because it's not what we we didn't date correctly, if that makes sense, right? We came in, we said we were gonna mess around and have fun, and then it turned into a relationship. So at no point did we do what we were supposed to do in terms of dating each other. We kind of were like, dang, I really like you now. I don't want you to dip. What do we do? So we had to spend the next couple of years learning each other and then dating each other because we did it backwards. So I don't like talking about, <laughs> but, either. but, but uh, right. So in terms of, I am going to ask you because you did not know. Sometimes you still don't know if we had met and you had asked me out on a date, I'd have told you, this is who I am. This is what you have to meet because that's what makes me happy. You didn't have to do that because that wasn't the agreement that we originally mm -hmm. made. So no, you, you, you're not going to know. So you're, you're telling me it's because I don't start. No, I'm asking you because that's what I want from you specifically. If you told me, Nia, go plan the X, Y, and Z, I'll plan the day. I don't mind doing that. But that's not what I'm asking for because that's not what would make me happy. I could plan it. I want to feel special. I want you to plan it. Those are two different conversations that we're having. So if you're talking in terms of relationship, then yes, I 100% agree with you. If you are in that relationship and you want it to work because you know that that is your person now, y'all have gotten to the point where you don't want to break up, then you will have to pour in so that person can pour into you. You do have to take that initiative. If you're talking about dating, we're talking about day one, and you know that's going to be something that you struggle with, do not walk through that door. Don't, if you open it and you see on the other side that it's a killer clown and you don't like killer clowns, they freak you out, don't walk in there. Like, no, I'm for real. Sometimes you go, I can handle it. And then you go over there and it's the worst experience of your life. So if you're talking about relationships, I agree with you, King. If you're talking about dating and y'all are just getting to know each other and you are not that person, yeah. then, don't, then don't do it. But I can't compare because I don't wanna say we did it backwards. We found ourselves here. It's not the traditional dating way. So if, if we want to be an advocate for people being happy in their relationships, then they also have to be very honest about who they are as a person. And that's all I'm saying. I agree. And I, everything you're saying is true. The tough part is people change over time. They do. And you have to adjust as you go through. Or you don't have to, but you have to make the decision to adjust or do you go. And what I'm saying is, is that once you've made a decision to do that, it doesn't matter what we're t what I'm talking about applies to both courting and dating and also being deeper in a relationship. Five years in, ten years in, married, whatever the case may be. You're just going to have to just take initiative if you're with somebody that requires that. Because what you're saying is you want to feel special, you want those things. But what if that's what I want too? Then also ask for it. Yeah, but be you're not going to do it. That person that's, doesn't do it. But I'm saying if the person doesn't do it, like that's not who they are. Like then they can't. you're not, you, no, no, let, all right, let's have the conversation then, for real, for real. Because now you're expecting something of your partner and they're not there. So you have, you. Well, I'm saying don't expect it. I'm saying sometimes you just got to just, it's, fuck it, it is what it is. Because it's not going to change. I don't know if that's helped. I don't know if it's healthy. Relationship, well, that's what men are trying to tell y'all. <laughs> like it's what you think this shit is healthy. It's, it's like there's a lot of sacrifice that that's happening that y'all aren't aware of. I'm not saying that there isn't sacrifice, but I think that sometimes we, as people, are just not very honest prior to, before we even get into that relationship. Like, for real, doing the courting and the dating, that's why I said, no, I'm not, 
I'm not not on track for what you're saying. I'm saying that's the problem. We got to go back to the source of the issue and not trying to change it in the middle because people will evolve. But it don't matter because people change. People so what might not have even, even been a thought to even come up. Or even what someone in, said they were before changes. So that's what I'm saying. It doesn't matter. It, all, you could do all the work you could possibly want in the beginning. But if someone changes, you have to reach that new point. But I'm, I'm hoping that once you get to the point where you're saying that this is your person, that it is that thick of thin that you're talking about. Because that is going to be the vow that you're making. Like, say you get married, yeah. right? That's the vow. That's, to me, the vow and the dating is different. If you're not there at that current moment, and that's what I'm talking about. If you're not there at that current moment, you're not saying I do when you when you have in that talking stage. You're not. You're not. You have no obligations to these people. Make a decision then what you're willing to, you know, sacrifice, or what you're not willing to sacrifice, but we have to be very honest. There are certain things that I, I thought I was willing to sacrifice and do and this and the third, and it came down in certain relationships. I was not. I thought I could. It ended up not. I wish I would have been a little bit more honest with myself to say, I'm no, I'm not 100%. I'm not at all. Right now, at that time, I'm not there. And I tried to do that, but I wasn't there. If I did that, it probably saved a lot of, of heartache for both of us as individuals. And that's all I'm saying. Let's be honest with each other and ourselves prior to stepping in. Because once you start talking about I do's, that's di that is different. You're stepping into a whole different realm of intimacy, communication, working, trying to be a partner, trying to be a unit. That's different way different so then yeah you gotta do you that person's gonna sacrifice for you in ways you're not even fathoming and the same for you know what y'all are saying y'all are making sacrifices that sometimes your partner does not recognize on the day-to-day -day, and that is fair poor keep pouring but child if you know you don't like paying for dinner Please don't go around trying to find all the women that like people who pay for dinner. And you know what they look like, and you keep going after them anyway. You keep sliding in the same type of people's DMs. It's your fault that your heart keep getting broken every single time. Because that's, you're not being real. Y'all are not being honest with yourselves. You're not. What is the purpose of everything that you were saying? Like, you what was I'm, your... I'm saying you got to get to the root of the issue, and I think no, that saying, is separate. Why are, we, why are you saying what you're saying? You said what happened? Why are you focusing on that? Like, why is that what you're saying, right? Like, what's your... Because you're saying that you think that it's the same, whether you're dating and whether you're in a long-term relationship, right? That you're going to have to make those sacrifices and make that pour so those people can pour into you. I'm saying I do not agree. I do agree with the long-term relationship part. I don't agree with the dating part. And that's the part that I'm talking about specifically. That's my point. We got to go to other stuff. So I think it's just not enough time. But um, I think last thing I'm going to say is, is that I think you went in a different direction than I was trying to go. And it could have been me not communicating what I was trying to say correctly or whatever the case may be. But what you were saying kind of sounds like you're telling us not to do something that is the only way that these relationships will work. <laughs> like yes. So then, yes, we're having two different conversations. Well, well, no, we just we just don't agree. You think that's the only way that it's going to work, and I'm telling you that you're going to have to suffer in loneliness for a little while before you find somebody who is actually for you. Yeah, we, and I don't think y'all recognize what has to happen. Like the way we don't always recognize what y'all have to do to make sure these things work. You're not recognizing this moment what men have to do in certain relationships to make sure it works, because y'all sit in a place of being privileged and not having to worry about those things. You don't have to do it. 
So you're not going to recognize, you're not going to see things from the way we see it because you don't have to be in those shoes. So the way we're not going mm. to see what you're doing. So you're always, like, women will talk about, like, we're not supposed to keep going, but, like, <laughs> women are going to talk about, like, all they do for the home and the things and all this type of stuff they do to support and everything like that in that dynamic of a relationship, right? Mm-hmm. And that, that, that dynamic. Because the other partner doesn't sit from that place, they're not going to see the value in it. They're not going to see the worth in it. They're not going to see the, the strain it puts on that person to do those things. And what I'm saying is that you're not seeing the strain that that person is going through and the necessity of it. And that's why you're so willing to just dismiss it. But you don't realize that so many things that you make you feel comfortable in a relationship are tied to that anchor. What makes me comfortable in a relationship is not what I'm trying to preach for everybody else. I'm trying to preach, a, I guess, a certain type of... I said of, you, I wasn't talking about you. I was talking about No, I get what oh. you're saying. But what I'm saying is I'm trying to preach a certain type of liberation because certain things that we do furthers the patriarchy, right? This is how we break some of those generational curses. This is how we break some of these oppressive systems that we have in, in place right now. Mm-hmm. If we're telling people hey, suffer, <laughs> even though that's not you and you're not happy, then we're not preaching a good message. I think there's a difference between when you find your person and things start to change that you have to pour and make sacrifices. I think there's a much different conversation to be had at the beginning in terms of courting somebody and trying to figure out if that's your person or not does that make sense if we if we don't do the work in the beginning to break some of these things then we're going to be in a cycle where it's going to be hard for people down the line there are a lot of divorcees out there and that's i think part of the problem so not trying to be dismissive but uh that was a really great conversation appreciate it and uh Hopefully we help somebody out there. <laughs> you want to lead us out, King? Yeah. Um, like we, before we finish with the um, aftertaste and stuff like that. Like, uh, just a friendly reminder to everybody listening. This is your first time. Like a lot of our stuff is in satire and jokes and things like that. So whatever it may be, me gaslighting or Nia laughing at things. Just friendly reminder that this is also a podcast about humor and stuff. And also remember that everything we say may not necessarily apply to everyone. This is just our opinion from our point of view and how it applies to very specific situations. If you want help and you can afford it, get professional help. <laughs> oh, yeah, because we ain't it. <laughs> yeah, I just want, and I don't think like... We are not it. And I think, and I don't know if enough platforms say that enough or, mm-hmm. or do that enough. And I just want to make sure like this is about entertainment. We are not, we hope to help people get better but our number one goal is entertainment right yeah so just a reminder of that like if you need advice or you need help or something like that if you can't afford it seek professional help first right? yeah but um so if you made it to this point one of two things has happened one of two things either one you listen to the whole thing whole thing whole thing and we're thankful for you tuning in or two you're not really listening and this is just background noise for you all right we love that background noise if it was the first Remember to like, subscribe, and share our content with at least one person you know this week that needs a good glass of wine and shit. I don't know. Just something to get through the week. Yeah. <laughs> shit. It is what it is. Um, and also check us out on Instagram at the Wine Night Pod. Mm-hmm. Um, and TikTok. TikTok, Woo! right? TikTok, TikTok. We're blowing up over there. 
um, soon coming. Though. A lot of people have been asking. We will be on YouTube soon. Mm-hmm. Just stay tuned and bear with us. You'll be able to get to watch the um, the fun there as well. Um, if you love our show, whether it's your first time or your long time. Or your last time. Uh, whatever. Even if it's your last Every time. Every time. You want to sponsor an episode or if you necessarily maybe you want to be on the show. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, reach out to us on our Instagram or um, email. If you go to our Instagram account, there's like a little button that says contact. And you'll be able to find all the ways you can contact us. Um, but if it was the second, this is just background noise. All of that still applies. You can still like, subscribe, and share. You can still give this to somebody else that needs this for their week to get by. Mm-hmm. Um, shit, you can still sponsor the episode. Oh, sure can. You can do whatever, whatever you want. Whatever you want, King. You know why? Because if you do, you'll be cool. You'll be cool. You will be cool <laughs> if you do that. I forgot we were going to say that. I love it every time I hear it, too. So, thank you for the stream. Um, and have a good week. Be safe. Say something nice to somebody. Yeah. And that's about it. Peace and love, y'all. Peace and love. Bye, whiners.